Hi, everybody. This is Tony Khan, the producer and director of Morning Stories from WGBH in Boston. Somebody once told me a good measure of how much you don't understand somebody else is how critical of them you are. Today's Morning Story comes from someone who gave me a sense of how ignorant I really am of life without family to grow up in. Our storyteller, Lois Frazier, also made me realize that maybe the worst thing about being in a bad place is not even knowing there's a way out. We call her story A Little Bit of Shelter. I'm from San Francisco. I'm not original Bostonian. My mother, she, you know, sent for me. I loved her and I needed her. I don't think she had any idea of that type of love to take care of me. She wasn't raised like that herself. (laughs) When you're a young girl, you don't know who's a good guy and who's a bad guy. The only reason anybody would want to give you any shelter on the streets is to get what they want. That's about it. You know, nobody tried to um, take me under their wing, take me out of the club, take me off the street and say, here's a life for you. My mother did her little thing, the party life, the drinking life, smoking life. The gangsters, the pimps, the prostitutes. We partied together and stayed out all night at the clubs downtown after the job was over. Walk home from work late at night drunk, you know. We had, we had a, a drunk relationship, you know. And I learned her way of life. I raised five kids like that. And I would sit at the window with my bottle of vodka and say, God, please get me back to like a normal family, like you see on TV, you know, dolls, dates, elementary school, high school, just happy, you know? And now they're stuck in that, and the pain hurts me so bad to see the damage that I've done. You know what I mean? My son, who's 24 years old, he's getting ready to go to jail for three years. He's been in and out of jail all his life. The 20-year-old is in and out of jail. I got a 32-year-old. His girl kicked him out because he won't stop thugging it, and now he's on my couch. It's like... A never-ending story. Then they won't go get any help. They won't get any therapy. Then they say, oh, Mom, you were like us. You taught us like this. You taught us. They're stuck where I was stuck in that lifestyle. Love, all that type of stuff. (laughs) They don't trust that. They don't want it. Before I go, I want to see my kids happy you know, education, a decent relationship, marriage maybe, so that their children don't have to grow up like my mother, me, and them. I'm 51 years old now. It took me this long to understand that there's a way out. Maybe if I stay strong, 
they'll start seeing that I'm really serious about changing my life around. I gotta keep doing what I'm doing. Help them out food-wise, give them some lectures on um, life, how it's supposed to be, a little bit of shelter. I'm not going backwards anymore. I'm not. Nope. Sometimes I don't know if I will ever have a decent relationship. Unconditional love. You know, that, that kind of love. But I'm going to work on it. Out there in them streets. Lois Frazier with today's morning story, A Little Bit of Shelter, thanks to Elizabeth Ross, one of the producers here at WGBH, who brought Lois to our attention. I'm sitting here in the listening room with Gary. Made me think about my time on the school bus, you know, in driving Chicago. in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, that's really the closest I've got to, you know, the gangbangers, the, the drugs on the street, the, um, you know, the prostitutes, a, a middle-class white guy from the suburbs of right. Texas yeah. on the bad side of town. It's all about surviving. I asked her, I said, what was, what was your understanding of love? That's easy, she said. Love was money. You want to feel that you're worth something? You want to be taken care of? You go and get somebody's money. You hustle. Period. And Lois was able to break three generations of of sort of despair. Can't fall backwards. I can't. We got some email. Mikhail Bragoria wrote, Hi guys, I'm hoping that you can provide me with a source for the statistic at the beginning of your trigger-happy episode, which was just the the episode before this one. He says, quoting me, (laughs) If you were to put together a film out of every scene in an American movie where someone was shooting somebody else, it would run ten times longer than any film where hands were doing something nice. He says, I tried to find the source. My Google searching led me in a circle right back to WGBH Morning Stories, <laughs> which then led me to say a few curse words. Mikhail, Google seems to be working perfectly. <laughs> I took that statistic out of thin air. Though. We don't believe in sources. Here, <laughs> However, he writes, I did manage to find a more reassuring statistic. The word love appears on Google 1.88 billion times, while the word hate appears only 280 million times. Perhaps this planet is a little less lame than we were led to think. Mikhail, I did a little research after that. I happen to think that the opposite of love is maybe not hate, but indifference. So I checked out indifference. Well, indifference appears only 6,920,000 times, far less than hate. And understanding, get a load of this, 231 million mentions. The angels of our nature, as they say, are maybe winning out. 
Gotta love the internet, right? <laughs> Do you ever Google yourself? Oh, it? never. Oh, never. <laughs> it, um, heard from Brooke. Uh, I'm an American living in Singapore. I recently subscribed to your podcast through iTunes. Ooh, a new listener. Your pleas for listener comments has prompted me to contact you. Listening to your podcast has helped me to feel reconnected in some small way to the way Americans think and act. Usually I listen to your podcasts while I'm working in my studio. I'm still thinking about the StoryCorps podcast I listened to recently. That was that, just a couple of podcasts ago, right? Yep, yep. I found myself in tears during part of it, and I was riding public transportation at the time. Not exactly corresponding to the cultural norms here, mm. I can assure you. Oh, well. Thank you for putting this podcast out. You are being heard and appreciated. Brooke Lamb. One more letter uh, mm -hmm. from Bonnie in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Thanks so much for your Morning Stories podcast. I listen to them each night before I go to sleep, just like a bedtime story, a rare and precious gift for an adult. I've been listening for a few months and had imagined how each of you looked. Surprisingly, you both look exactly how I imagined. Thanks so much for the work you do. Your podcast brings me joy every day. Surprisingly. <laughs> so, surprisingly. You could have uh, picked another adverb. Sure. That's all right. You know, surprise. Diplomatic. Regrettably. <laughs> unfortunately. I look so much taller than you. Well, you are. But I'm really not. You're not? Not really. Are you standing on somebody <laughs> that I don't notice? <laughs> so Bonnie listens to us in Ann Arbor, Michigan, when she goes to sleep. And Brooke in Singapore listens to us when she gets up in the morning. And that's, that's pretty much probably the same time. So, Bonnie... Good night. Sleep well. Brooke, good morning. Have a great day. And we'll see you all soon. Take care.